Welcome everyone to another episode of Big Ideas. Little Execution. It's your boy Kevin. And it's your boy Mohammed. And we're back at it with another episode. This is episode seven. Seven? Yeah. Four. Oh wow, we're not done yet. Okay. Four? <laughs> Wait, one, two, Christopher. No, five. Yeah, this is episode, episode five. five. This is episode five. Welcome back, episode five. Uh, and what are we gonna discuss today, Kevin? So today we got a good episode, and I, I want to say first things first, uh, I actually got a lot of feedback on our episode of people agreeing on our travel episode with me. Agreeing with you? Agreeing with me, yeah. I, I guess we, we run different separate so, accounts. <laughs> we got a lot of Christopher Columbuses out there, so shout out to the people you know yourselves. Um, I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate. I always appreciate when people let me know that Muhammad's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and you know us chill people, we just roll with life, man. So thanks again for your feedback. <laughs> And uh, I run the real account. Kevin must have a burner account like Katie, but <laughs> let's get to today's topics. Yes. Um, so today, what are we talking about? So today we got a good episode for everyone. Um, we're going to be talking about work benefits that are underused and never utilized. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, whether you work for a big corporation, whether you work for a small corporation or a small company, private company, I think a lot of people, especially if you're on a salary, not uh, hourly, because it's a, it's because a, it's a bit different. Um, I think a lot of people just don't use your their health benefits, dental benefits, whatever other benefits that the company offers, and then it's free money. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think I, I fall in that bucket of people that never use it because I remember when out of university I started my job. Like I'm an immigrant, right? Like coming into Canada, like I never had a conversation with my parents in terms of like, hey. Like when you get a job, like these are all the other extra benefits that you get from it. And 100%. as soon as I got OHIP, I was like, I guess I'm covered, right? Like I, I don't, I don't need to do it. <laughs> I think work also does like a pretty bad job of like explaining the thing because they usually send you like a PDF with like 70 pages and they're like, go through your Wait, benefits. You don't read the 70 pages? No. Uh, <laughs> now I do because I do want to take advantage of like the benefits above my salary. But before, like when I started as a first year, yeah. I was like, nope. No, see, I, I read everything. The code of conduct, <laughs> let it be known, the business code of conduct, the rules, of, I read it all. I'm a good employee. I know exactly what's going on. Um, but yeah, you want to start with maybe like health benefits? We can kind of go through this. Probably like three big buckets, maybe four yeah. buckets, yeah. right? So yeah. I think health benefits, so I guess everyone, like if you're Canadian PR or Canadian citizenship, like everyone that has OHIP, your health benefits would basically cover things that would not be under covered under OHIP or you know additional costs like that, right? Yeah. But, but for us, what really comes to mind for health benefits is what? Like I think you you're a master of using those like buckets, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are those? So yeah, I would say like usually and at both places that I've worked at, um, both companies have usually had it's also always separated by buckets. So let's say you you'll probably have like. $2,000 for the year, depending on what size you you, um, in, you uh, allocate to, but then you'll end up having like $400 for massages, $400 for acupuncture, $400 for physiotherapy. And these are all things that when I talk to my friends, not a lot of people use, but the idea of getting a massage sounds dope, but no one wants to go for it because they don't want to pay out of pocket, not realizing 
that their company will subsidize because it's part of your you're paying towards that those health benefits yeah. anyways yeah no for sure like when you select your health benefits right like i think you have to select a portion of like how much you believe you're going to be covered for health like dental vision or, or whatever the hell it is right but my problem was okay like so you can go get a massage acupuncture and all of that those are all things <laughs> i'm not interested yeah in. but you would never i would never would like never. i don't enjoy massages acupuncture i don't want to go get picked by a needle or anything and i know the benefits of it because like when I got injured, like, on my knee. Like, we did a lot of acupuncture, like, physiotherapy. Physiotherapy was one that I actually used. But yeah. what I realized, like you said, you have, like, $500,000 that is sitting there that you're never using. And every year? Like, if every year I was saying to you and to our listeners, take $1,000, like, every paycheck, take, like, $20. And then if you have 1000 by the end of the year, just light it on fire. Because <laughs> that's basically what you're doing. Because every paycheck... They take a little out, yeah. right, towards your health benefits. So if the thought of having $1,000 in your hand and lighting it on fire pisses you off, then go use your health benefits, <laughs> right? And I always say, too, like, it doesn't – I love massages. So it, it's always – I use it for massages. I use it for – the year I had the buckets, I use acupuncture. I went um, – what else did I get? I got something else. Cupping? I did cupping. Yeah. I did everything that they would allow me, right? <laughs> right, chiropractor, all of it. Right? All of it. Even sh- even shit that I didn't kind of believe in, like acupuncture. I didn't actually believe in it. Yeah. Until <laughs> by like the fourth, fifth session, I started to feel better. Yeah. After the first session, I didn't feel anything different. But you know what? I think, like you say, you have to use that money now. And one thing that's, and I, I think maybe it's a, a physiotherapist um, specific or it's employers specific, but I know for my case, like, so I don't like going for massages. Yeah. But... My massage bucket, like when I talked to Sun Life, and I don't know if it's, this is employer-specific again, but I was able to move part of my money from mm. massages to physiotherapy because that's what I need. Yeah. And that's what I like to use my money for, and yeah. that's where I get the most benefits from it, yeah. right? So I think there's also that ability, like if you're someone that's not into massages or like, you know, you prefer like to spend all your money into like um, physiotherapy or chiropractors or like acupuncture or anything else like that. And you have to also understand that I know, for example, physio, chiro for me, acupuncture all fall within the same buckets, right? Yep. So yep. if I spend like, you know, like a thousand among those three groups, that's my thousand gone. And yep. after that certain point, you don't get the 90 or 80% coverage, depending on whatever you selected, you start basically paying out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but now that is close to fiscal year and for most people that are working a job or for even closer for like some people, it's time for you to just, you know. Take a look at your benefits, take a look at what's available, and take a look at what's remaining, because you're going to be surprised at the amount that's left. Yeah, and one thing I would add to that is, we're oversimplifying it, because I personally use massages a lot, Muhammad uses the physio a lot, but if you actually look at the, um, the list, there's everything from orthopedics for your shoes, to people who have, um, I had a friend who had stomach problems. There's a nat- naturopath, I believe they're called. Mm-hmm. And that person basically just helps you figure out like what upsets your stomach, what causes inflammation in your body, like specific to you. Yeah. So you can avoid those certain foods. Like there's so many different types of doctors that like fall into that bucket. Like use it. Yeah. Right? Look at it. You'll find something that you can use. Yeah. And I think in the, in the period of COVID too, right? Like you, you just have to, and we'll touch uh, a bit more on that, but you have to take care of yourself, right? Like, and yeah. that's not just you know, sleeping on the weekend or like, you know, resting and like just being at home. But there's also like, you know, the physical aspect of it, the mental aspect of it. And 
those are the tools that usually most people have available. And I know for like the first three years of work that I've done, I have never used, apart from my dentist, yeah. which I hate going to the dentist. <laughs> I look at that, but that's a car gate smile. Because <laughs> they're always trying to upsell me. They're like the car guys. Whenever I go to service my car, that's whatever the dentist does to me. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever stopped to think, maybe your teeth just need, <laughs> just need fixing? <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> have you ever stopped to think, maybe you actually have cavities? No, no, I don't believe that. So when I go to a, a, a Mr. Lube, I go to a car servicing company, like, I'm like, yo, I just want an oil change, right? I come and I want a cleaning. Wait. I want to go to the dentist for a cleaning. Wait. I sit down, I open my mouth, they do the cleaning. Oh, let's remove like three of your wisdom teeth. Why? Are they infected? They're not. Does your mouth have space no. for them? Yes, they do. Is your teeth getting going to get crooked over time? Did they explain I why? No idea. I, I, no. I don't know. They yeah. told so, me yeah. there is a potential for infection in the future. Okay, so I have, no, I have the same thing. But I have all my wisdom teeth because as you can tell, I have a big ass mouth. Um... <laughs> What that mouth do? <laughs> I have a big ass mouth, right? So like, I can, I have enough space. I think, and I think this is a Canadian thing, where almost all my friends who grew up in Canada, they all get their wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, because from like, like you said, like the threat of an infection. And I've only had, uh, not an infection, but like I've had inflammation when the wisdom teeth were coming out. But I still had room for it, so I never got it out. I never got them done, right? But in terms of dental benefits. If you go get your cleaning, and I would recommend everyone, please, because there are some people on the go train in the morning, pre-COVID, where I could smell your breath without the mask. I want to make sure that everyone, please go get a cleaning on your teeth, please. Right? <laughs> At least twice a year. You'll thank me when you're 80 and you still have all your teeth. But whether it's cleaning, whether it's teeth whitening, whether some people might need crowns or caps, like cavities, right? Like... Sometimes, like, you might think you don't need sugar, so you don't need fillings. Sometimes, like, like it's not just candy and sugar that gives you cavities. Yeah. It could just be people who don't floss. I know a lot of you people don't floss. Yeah, don't, and you got to floss. Don't, don't sit there and be like, mm, I floss once a week. Nah, 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 nah. You ain't flossing at least once a day, like... You can also have cavities, right? So it's always good to go at least twice a and year guys, and get it checked. Let me let me let me speak to you. You know, you you, you can floss whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, but what I'm saying is it's a habit building thing, right? Like I think I hate flossing. Like I don't enjoy it, and I know people that enjoy it, but you have to build a habit. So if every Sunday you have like I don't know a routine for something, or like whenever like you know you wake up and you brush your teeth, or if it's at night. Like, have a piece of floss there and, like, start once a week. Start once a week. Then it just becomes, like, a habit. Like, the same way that you try to get into a gym habit, which I still haven't in, like, the past seven years. I've been <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the way you can get to it. But I think the second part, like, on your dental benefits, look at it. Because last year, I maxed out my dental benefits. I was covered up to, up to 95%. And I went to the dentist once. Oh, right. Okay. So, and that's because I didn't make time for it. Yeah. And that's because I always felt like, okay, nothing is hurting on my teeth. I had cleaning like, you know, five months ago. Why would I go? Like I've been flossing, like whatever, like, and let it go there. But I think at the end of the year, when I looked at the money that I left on the table, like I was pretty cheesed about it. So yeah. look at the remaining amount there. Yeah. And lastly, find yourself a dentist you can trust. Yeah. There's a lot of... Like, I, because I was in audit before and I was all over the place, I went to a ton of different dentists. Like, I think since I've been in Canada, I never actually had, like, a specific 
family doctor or like dentist and all until oh. like the last two years because uh. I'm always moving and no one healthcare here is a whole completely discussion like, discussion. <laughs> like I'm not a fan of it but find yourself a dentist you can trust yeah. that's not going to oversell you because some dentist told me to remove my wisdom teeth and the other one would say everything is fine when it starts hurting if there is an infection which it doesn't seem like it we'll remove it oh you and should, you should come see my lady yeah, maybe, maybe, but I'm I'm she's always dope. on the lookout. She's dope. Yeah, my my shout out to uh, oh god damn her last name's long I can't even remember it. but shout out to her because she's a dope dentist. Um, and I actually just I, I went to the dentist yesterday actually funny enough, and the one thing she them she actually told me and she's always told me this, her saying is like floss is boss. Yeah, which just means that like it's technically better like if you floss like twice a day instead of brushing your teeth. It's technically better. Tell me you brush your teeth. Though. No, no, I do both. <laughs> I do both. Yeah. But flossing is actually technically better because, like, brushing your teeth doesn't get the food particles between your teeth, mm. which is what causes cavities, which causes smelly mouths. <laughs> <laughs> flossing is what saves that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, so I think I think dental, dental is a big part of it. And yeah. the good thing with dental, too, right, like, I think because in my plan, it's the most expensive. Yeah. So if you know that, let's say this year you did all the heavy lifting, right? Like all the, you know, cavity or like, you know, like teeth removal or anything that you needed to do. Yeah. Next year, you know that you can tone down on it, right? Like you can save money and like shift a little bit more in your bucket to something else. So that, that's another thing, right? Like let's say you had fillings. Like let's say you need fillings on like 10 teeth, like the most extreme version of this, right? You max out your benefits in 2021, but then at least you know like those teeth are safe. And then in 2022, you can use the rest. But now, what if it gets to 2024? Now you need to take out 10 teeth. <laughs> and your benefits don't cover everything, but now everything's hurting. Yeah. So now you're, you're screwed because you backed yourself into a position where now you got to pay so much out of pocket instead of just taking care of it year after year after year and maxing your benefits and actually using them. So just take care of it. Like, take care of your teeth. You, like, there's a couple of things you don't want to mess around with. Your eyes, which we'll get to next on vision. Your mouth. Because you don't want to be that 40-year-old who has to take out their teeth at night when they go to sleep. <laughs> and then, what's the last? Oh, just, body. just general health. <laughs> your general body. health, your body. Like inside and outside, right? But that's a different discussion. But for vision, right? So, yeah, I'm vision. blessed. Uh, 2020 vision. Uh, shut the hell up. <laughs> shut the hell up. So what do I do? I have money for no, it. No, so you get, I pay you, for it. You should get your eye. So, two things. Even if you have perfect vision... You should always get an eye exam. I think it's every two years. Okay. It's recommended. So, and I think most insurers only cover it every two years. Yeah. The, the insurance benefits that I do get is every two years. Yeah. And I do get like um, a benefit to buy glasses. Yep. Um, so. I never use that. Pro tip. Um, most places, and this might be a Canadian thing. It could be a US thing or wherever else too. Um, and I never knew this when I first started. People who had good vision. Yeah. Didn't need um, like actual like glasses like proper lenses to correct their vision you can get a small prescription that's about like i think it's like 0.25 or like the, the smallest you can go which won't impact your vision at all okay and you can get sunglasses wait what yeah so you can get your obviously your sunglass lenses with a slight uh, correction because the only way you the only way you can actually use your benefits is if there's a prescription on the lenses so who's giving you that is it even a real prescription though or like how, how do you go to a doctor and say, hey, I just want to... So that, that's, that's the thing. People would always tell me, um, 
people always tell me, yeah, you can just get that small prescription. And I would say, so I'm supposed to go to a doctor and say, yo, <laughs> I don't have a prescription, but I just want, I just want Ray-Bans. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's apparently a thing. So a lot of people have been able to do that because you can get the small prescription on the lenses and then that lets you get sunglasses. But how do you go to your doctor and get the prescription? Like, do you mm. actually fake it or do you come no, no. clear like, hey? Yeah, so a lot of, a lot of um, places, especially the places that are more like, um, what do you call it? Give you like more high-end lenses. Okay. So like the Ray-Bans, the Armani, the Gucci, whatever people want, right? If you, if you go and you say, hey, I'm, I'm looking to use my insurance. I um, don't think I need glasses, but I, like, I can't see signs very clearly. But if I do... What do you mean? I, I see signs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to help you to get your benefits, nigga. So, uh, you know, I can't see the signs super clearly. I think maybe I just need a small prescription just so I can read a bit better. They, but they, I read fine. No, no, they know. They know what you're trying to do. Okay. And they also want the money. Oh, okay. So, right? it's a win-win. It's a win-win on both sides, right? And you you, you get your, your dope Gucci glasses, right? And if you don't need them, you just go. You pick. Let's say you, let's say you did it the year before, right? You got yourself some nice Ray-Bans, you know? And then you go and you say, next year, what are you going to use that money on? Get your girlfriend some nice Gucci Ray-Bans. You know, get, get a his and hers. Get a matching set. That's what we do, you know? So. Well, I see perfectly well. And I never lie. I never lie to my doctors. I never lie to anyone. That's a lie. So I will never do so that. So you lie to the people? But yeah. Only people I don't I, I like to is the cops because I keep it real. Bro. I'm joking, but <laughs> that's interesting. That's actually something that I I have heard, but I never knew how to actually yeah. get to so it. So I had a Canadian person, yeah. like like raised, born and raised there, family here, explain it to me, and then I was like, oh, okay. I guess if if doctors themselves are doing it, or like you know, like vision, like eye care shops are doing it, it means it's just it's. it's it's practice. It's a usual practice. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with asking for a reading prescription. If you th personally feel like the words aren't clear, you can get, like, they have to prescribe it to you. You know, that's fair, though, because I work with computers a lot. Like, I'm staring at a screen, like, over 10, 12 hours a day. Yep. And, like, I went to the doctor, and, like, she was like, hey, yeah, your eyes are fine, 20-20. And I was like, yeah, but sometimes, like, I feel, like, my focus like on words, like on like if like my Excel is too small or whatever, mm. and she prescribed me one of those glasses that are, I can't tell the difference. It's probably a, it's probably that point two five. Okay. Small, so that's and the way my uh, optometrist, I think that's the name, optic optician, optician, whatever we call ophthalmologist. it, ophthalmologist. Yeah, I, like that person. The way they explained it to me was, your your vision might be perfect, but your eyes get tired. That's very true. So it's just like if you're working. And you have long days, like 12-hour days minimum, right? So, like, if you're working, staring at a computer, reading a bunch of stuff all the time, you're at, and you don't really take breaks except to maybe eat. And then even when you're eating, right, like you're watching a show, like your eyes are always, like, you know, like you're eating and closing your eyes. I mean, <laughs> you would never, right? You would never take a nap during the workday. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, what is right? that concept? Yeah, you would never do that. <laughs> so <laughs> Shame on you. So your eyes are, <laughs> so your eyes are always going to get tired, right? And those little prescriptions just help. They like 
when your eyes are feeling down, it's a pick-me-up. It's like coffee for your eyes, bro. Yeah, so I, I guess that's, that's pretty useful. That's pretty useful. May, maybe I'll use it, uh, but I think I have very high moral standards. Of course, so, of course. So uh, I'll leave it to the people <laughs> <laughs> to use it. But yeah, so that's on health, dental, vision. And I, I guess the, the last thing that I personally, I think when I started at work, um, it's the... Um, RSP investment matching program that like companies usually offer, right? Yes. Like I think yes. when I when I joined uh, KPMG in my first year, they had like something like a two or five percent match, like up to a certain amount per year. Mm. And I was looking, okay, like if I invest like whatever fifty dollars a month, a hundred or whatever I could afford at that time, man, at the end of the year that was just five hundred dollars. I was like, what the hell do I do with that? But what I was like what I didn't realize, and I was surprised when I left because I just put a percentage that I never changed. Yeah. And by the time I left and I was transferring my accounts to like, you know, like the, the new company's uh, account, I realized I'm like, oh, like the matching and like whatever I contributed actually was pretty beneficial. Yeah. So if you work there and like you start like, you know, at a low salary, but by the time you get there, like if they have like a matching RSP program, like a, a matching TFSA uh, contribution program. I think that's something that you absolutely should be taking advantage of. Yeah, and I would say like the thing people don't really think about is maybe we can maybe we, we do a part two to this episode and kind of talk about that like investing as a whole a bit later. Yeah, high 100%. level. But like the thing people don't think about is even if let's say you're putting like because people think like oh they're gonna take a thousand dollars out of my like they're gonna take a thousand dollars over the course of a year out of my paycheck. No, nigga, I want my money now. That might, that might just be a black person thing. I don't think, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if everyone thinks like that, but like, like that's, that's usually our thoughts, right? Yeah. But you don't realize that like, okay, let's say you're supposed to put in uh, 2000 and they match a third. So they'll match a thousand, right? You're like, that's only $3,000. Okay. Fair enough. That's not a lot of money, right? That's a thousand dollars that they're giving you, but that's a thousand dollars they're giving you for no reason. Yeah. Right. And you have to think about it that way. Instead of thinking about you, cause you're not giving up that 2000. That 2000 still belongs to you. It's just that they're almost automatically saving it for you. Exactly. Right? And I think that's the, the part, right? I think a lot of people, like, from a personal finance standpoint, you know, when we talk about budgeting and, like, how much money you should be saving per month, how much money you should be investing, like, how much your expenses should be, uh, a lot of people, like, I know myself, like, and, like, my story is a little bit different with that, but when it comes to savings, a lot of people would always defer saving in order to, you know, spend on other things. And... By the end of the year, sometimes you find yourself that you actually didn't hit the goal that you set for yourself. Yeah. But when you have the automatic withdrawal, like for a contribution for like a group RSP that you have at work, plus they're giving you like 50% on top of whatever you contribute or like they match like a dollar for a dollar, like up to like, you know, like two grand for the year. Like that's almost like think of it as like a bonus for you at the end of the year. Like if you get like, you know, a bonus of a grant and like you contributed like a grant and they match 50% of that, you get an additional $500. Yeah. And those are all like theoretical numbers, right? Yeah. But you should then feel that, you know, like the money is being taken away from you. And that's how I felt. It's, it's instant gratification, right? Yeah. Like we all love like, but even if I have no plans for the money, I want to see the check hit my account. Like, 100%. And to your point, right? That's like someone who doesn't really focus on like personal finance their personal finances and saving and investing let's say you're on the other end right like let's say you're someone like you and me who are like we take a more active approach to our budgeting you take a more active approach to investing 
Let's say you're on the complete other end and you're saying, look, I looked at what the company does. Because um, you have to select, like, and we can get to this in more detail. You'll select your plan. You'll select whether you want to be in conservative or growth. You'll look at like the historical um, rate on return. So like if they're only earning like 3%, or so let's say they're earning something small, 3%, right? And you're saying, hey, if I got that money today myself, I could earn 5%. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you think, like, it's, it, if you're a very active investor and you think I could earn more money, that's dope. But <laughs> that's like putting in 2,000 and getting 1,000 is roughly 33 and a third percent for nothing. <laughs> so, unless you are earning, and unless you're earning 33% every year by your own investments, like if you're someone who do your own investments and earn like 200%, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You don't need their free money. All them different investors out there, you know, like right? I've built different for these. But, yeah. you know, I think, and when it comes to the plan selection, right, like that's where I think in my first year I was just like, yo, like screw this. Like before I actually signed up, I think it took me, I had a conversation with one of my friends that worked there and then like after six months and like he just convinced me to sign up for it. Yeah. And what's very useful, call up whoever the provider is. Like for 100%. us it was manual life. I gave them a call. I was like, hey, I have no idea what I want to select. And we just had a basic conversation, right? Like, what do you want? What do you want to use this money for? Like, is this long term? Do you plan to use it in five years? Do you plan, you know, and like what would be the type of like, you know, um, assets, you know, like and he explained the different type of assets. Like that's the bond, that's what it does. Like that's what how it contributes to risk in your portfolio. That's equities. Like this provides dividends. And you know, it's like if this is also the type of regular um plan that people select yeah right? and you don't have to because i remember i had to put like okay i want five percent of this i want 20 percent of that and like this and i was like i don't have time to yeah. go and research all of that yeah. now i do and now like you know like i'm like all the investors that say i'm built different i'm like you're giving my money i'm managing yourself <laughs> and i lose all of this but that's gonna be another podcast for sure yeah but i think call up manual life call up whoever you know the provider is Ask your questions. Ask your questions. Yep. It looks scarier than it actually is. And it gives you a better idea, longer term, of what your potential earnings may be. Right? Yep. And that's a good point because like, we're both in the accounting finance field. And even you were like, I don't have time for this. I don't understand this. Yeah. Right now, think of someone who's a nurse or they're in trades or they do something like completely... Um, out of accounting, finance, or that in entire space, right? If you have no interest in investing at all, like, you, yes, you want your money to grow, but you might not have an interest in, like, keeping up, like, keeping up to date on the markets and all that, right? So that's when you should definitely call. Always speak to the advisor. Always ask them, um, here's where I'm at. Here's what I want to do. And they'll kind of walk you through, like, are you conservative? Are you maybe... Um, high level risk are you medium level risk they'll walk you through all that right so always have those discussions because again it's free money it costs nothing to call them because it's for your company and you should always take advantage of that right yeah no i think absolutely and no matter what you do put your money to work right put your money to work take advantage of like you know the benefits that you get take the free money always take the free money and yeah like take leverage leverage whatever your companies provide and make the most of it and, and take care of yourself right i think that's what we kind of want to get across from this entire episode is like let's say even if you made let's say you made thirty thousand a year in benefits you probably make like thirty five thousand. you just don't you don't 
It's like, what's that Scotia Bank's uh, tagline? You're richer than you think. That's nah, a life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, the, it's the tagline. I look at my checking, bro. It's not richer. <laughs> <laughs> You're richer than you think. So always use your benefits and always think about like whether you go for a massage, you go to a nature path, you go get your fillings, you go get your eyes checked. Like in 60 years from now, your body will thank you. So, Are you sure? Well, it. Like, <laughs> It can't actually thank you. You know what I mean? You know, because we have this discussion a lot. In 60 years, if doing all of these massages, doing <laughs> all of the physiotherapy and acupuncture will actually help me, would doing all the skincare routine help me 50 years? <laughs> Let me ask you this. If you did your skincare routine every night, yeah, and you got hit by a bus, did it help? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think this year and probably... Since for the past three years, I've actually been like, you know, actively, uh, you know, using these benefits, you know, like be it physio, be it spending it on like, you know, shoes for orthopedics or better walking or a lot of them. Like, that's the one thing I never knew, the health spending account. I always had money there that would just expire. Just using it on like if it's like either through an in-app fitness program that, you know, for the personal spending account or, um, you know, uh, braces for my knee, like when I'm playing soccer or like, you know, different type of compression socks or anything like that. So there's a lot of things that fall under that category and make time for it. Like make time to go to your dentist, make time to go see your eye doctor to get your Ray-Bans or whatever it is <laughs> if you got that 2020, but you should do that. Yeah. And everyone who's right now saying, oh, but my life's so busy. I don't have time for this. You do. You have time. You always have time, right? It's just a matter of wake up that extra hour on a, on a Saturday, even if you have plans all day, go to the dentist in the morning, and then you're done. And make time for it. Like, make time for it. That's the one thing. I think we always feel like if we stop doing something work-related, if we, you know, take a 30 minutes break, that everything is going to collapse. Like, do you know, the future of your company is at stake or that you're going to be fired. No. Take your time. Take some time for yourself. Book it in your calendar. The same way that you wouldn't miss meeting, don't miss whatever uh, meeting you have with yourself. Yeah. 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 So that kind of segues us into the big idea of the week, right? <laughs> We're still working on the sound effects. but That's um, okay. And I think you actually came ill-prepared today. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, caught me lacking today. I don't have... A big idea of the week, but I think I'm going to piggyback off Kevin. And Kevin always, you know, is <laughs> a bright mind, you know, the, the Mensa member. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so, yeah, so what's your idea of the week? So I would say this is an idea for someone to start a company or do anything. But I would say this is more of a recommendation for all employers to kind of work with insurance companies to kind of get to. So at the beginning, we mentioned for certain benefits, you usually have buckets, right? So, like, you'd have $200 for massages, $200 for acupuncture, $200 for this. You'd have the healthcare spending account that you can only spend, like, certain things. There's restrictions on it, right? And what my company's recently done is we've kind of switched over to, let's say you have $1,000 for the year. You can use that $1,000 to any of the professional providers that are in that list. And I think that should just be the norm. I think right now the normal is it's usually buckets. Yeah. I think it's, the normal should be you have a thousand dollars, take care of yourself. Yeah. Whether that be if it's inside your stomach, whatever, your back, 
you have uh, um, you need massages, you need knee braces. Like I should be able to spend that thousand. What it shouldn't be in a healthcare spending. It shouldn't be in this. It shouldn't be. In, it should just be. You have a thousand dollars. Take care of yourself. And I think that goes a long way to helping people kind of have the flexibility to do what's best for them. But in that case, like when you say you have a thousand dollars, do you want to allocate it to like that bucket of options? Let's say rather than you splitting it between like health, dental, or like vision, yeah. you want to within health, you just want to allocate that thousand to whatever is going to be bought because like a thousand dollar benefits is like buys you some different amounts of anything, right? Because no, no. if you get five hundred dollars in massage, you actually pay less through benefits to get that because it's part of your health plan. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like you know how usually they'll be like. 80% coverage, 90% coverage, 100%. Yeah. I'm saying, let's say whatever whatever you pick, right? 80% coverage. So you have $1,000 and they, they cover the first 80% and you pay the next 20. Yeah. That $1,000 shouldn't be specific to different providers. Oh, okay. It should just be, if you have $1,000 that they cover the first 80%, you cover the next 20%, I should be able to spend that 1000 on anything. Whatever I need. Even if it's just on like a, a pinky toe burst. <laughs> If that's what I want, I want a, a pinky toe brace. I should be able to just. Spend but where do you draw the line? What do you? Uh, what if I need a TV for a better? No. <laughs> watching experience. Okay. So my eyes aren't tired. I would honestly say, technically, for health benefits, and this this might be pushing the line too much. But for example, everyone, all of you working from home, right? If you have a shitty chair, that's just messing up your back. Yeah. So if I was able to get a prop, and I'm sure you'd have to show the receipt. You can't go buy no like gaming gaming chair or whatever. But like, if you get a chair with like proper lumbar support, for those of you who don't know, lumbar means uh, you know support for your back, the lower back. Ah, <laughs> my son, a new section, new word of the week. Um, but yeah, if you can get a proper chair that's prop like a proper lumbar support, that goes a long way to you not needing a chiropractor for the next ten years if you have a good chair. So I think there are, like, people will always try to use this and say, like, uh, but I need the new Jordans <laughs> for my feet. You know, I have big feet. I play ball. Like, yeah, I'm sure you're going to have to draw the line. But I think as an insurance company, they want to pay, they want to pay out the least amount as possible. And as a person, you want to benefit the most. So yeah. you got to kind of have that little balance. But I think, like, to the most that you can benefit yourself, you should try to. Yeah, no, uh, I think, yeah, if based on that discussion of allocating the money to whatever you want, I think my ex-employer actually did something similar. And mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of tech startups that basically, you know, they pair up with like Sun Life or whoever your like uh, provider is and let you have more flexibility mm -hmm. over your dollars for the benefits, right? Like where you can opt in and opt out without losing the money. Because for, for me, for example, if I don't sign up for dental, like, yes, I get some of the money back into my health spending account, but I lose a bunch of money, like, compared to if I was to just pay the amount for, like, a 90% dental. Okay. Like, if I was to say 0% dental, I want no coverage this year, like, the money that I save or the money that I get back from, like, the dollars that I have is very minimal. Yeah. So, yeah. So, maybe employees talk to your HR group, talk to whoever and be like, hey, I heard that, you know, X company is doing this, like, other people. And talk to us if you want to know more specific on uh, where we may have encountered that. I think, Kevin, your current employer is starting to do something more like that. Yeah, and they, they made the change based on employee feedback. Yeah, yeah. So uh, The change comes from you guys. 
We can make this? <laughs> yes, we, we can. We should, <laughs> we should end on that. The change comes from within. Yeah. You got to be the change you want to see. Exactly. Sheesh. Yeah. And uh, on that note, I think, Kevin, let's wrap it up. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Ideas. Little execution. <laughs> you caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Big Ideas, Little Execution. We're going to be signing out, but before we sign out, make sure you come look at the trailers and the teasers that we release every week on our Instagram page at Big Ideas, Little Execution. And hit us up in the DMs if you guys have any feedback, any comments. And you can find us everywhere you find your podcast Apple Podcasts, Pocket, Pocket Cast, Overcast. Spotify, every other type of cast. <laughs> and it's your boy Kevin, and we out. We're out.